Today's episode is brought to you by our patrons over at patreon.com slash animaniacast. Special thanks to Melissa, Patrick, Martin, Brian, Marjorie, Ketzel, The Guaranteed Engine, Christian, Kyle, The Cartoon Gamer, Marie, Alex, Leslie, Sir Zeke, and McCoy. To become a patron yourself and get exclusive access to Tom Ruger commentaries for each episode of Animaniacs, head on over to patreon.com slash Animaniacast. And stay tuned to the end of today's episode for a new tier on our Patreon that is going to be pretty exciting, especially for those people who are collectors of Animaniacs stuff. And welcome, everybody, to another Tiny Toons episode of the Animaniacast. So here you are on prom night with the best-looking duck in the place. What say we celebrate with a kiss? Hmm? Get crucial, Plucky. Say, we don't have to hang around here, you know. My dad's car is right outside. Right. And so is your dad. He drove us, remember? Have fun, kids! Oh, yeah. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of Talkin' Tiny Tunes. Yes, this is the spin-off series of the Animaniacast, the podcast that, of course, talks about, uh, you know... Animaniacs, as well as other shows in the Rugerverse, such as Pinky the Brain, Freakazoid, and of course, like I just said, Tiny Toon Adventures. We're going to be talking about episode 17? Question mark? 18 or 19? It's 17. It's 17. (laughs) Oh, Tiny Toon Adventures. We're going to be revisiting our favorite moments and jokes and many of the cultural references and gags. And of course, in the end, we're going to give this episode of Tiny Toons a water tower rating. I am Joey, and joining me are my co-hosts, there's my brother Nathan. I also play Far Mitzvahs. <laughs> and across the country in Georgia, it's Kelly. Hello. Hello. Uh, I was really hoping that Nathan would do the whole spore mold uh, line, but it's very long. <laughs> it was uh, long. I was going to say, I've got it, Mortimer. <laughs> I've got it, Mortimer. <laughs> the other classic line from this, <laughs> this yeah, episode. Yeah, you know, the classic but... <laughs> well, yes, today we're going to be talking about episode, well, it's listed in different places, but we're going to say it's episode 17. Yeah, uh, that seems to be the most consistent. Okay, episode by 17. two places. By two. Episode. There you go. Promise her anything. Yes, the Tiny Toons are going to the, the junior prom. Uh, if you two were to describe this episode of Tiny Toon Adventures in just a few words, uh, what would you tell him, Nathan? Uh, love hurts. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, what do you think, Ellie? I'd say it's one weird prom. It was absolutely a very weird prom. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, uh, this episode was voted on by our patrons over at so Patreon. Blame them. Exactly. No. What? <laughs> Patreon.com slash Animaniacast is a, this is the one that won. Well, technically, technically it, it tied with a, a different episode. And Kelly, you know, gets final vote on Tiny Toons. 
in the case of a tie. She's the tiebreaker. So Kelly, I guess my 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 follow up question for that is why why did you pick this one? It seemed like a sweet one. I mean, you know, Buster Baz wants Buster to ask her to the prom, and I don't know. It seemed cute. Well, I think you were right. Uh, <laughs> well, Nathan, when did this cute episode? When did it come out? When was it originally released? Well, it was a Monday. As you, I'm sure, remember, it was uh, October 8th, 1990. Uh, this is the same day that... Oh, uh, wait, you, you said oh, wait. November 8th? No, or October 8th. October 8th. Well, this is November 9th in the notes. No, well, that's because I didn't change that, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was when the last episode came oh, Okay, okay, okay. October 8th. <laughs> October 8th, 1990, which was the same day that U.S. doctors Joseph E. Murray and E. Donald Thomas... They won a Nobel Prize for their discovery concerning the organ cell transfer uh, and treatment of human di- disease. So uh, I'm sure we we, have, we probably that, use stuff. It was, like yeah, that exactly. Now. I'm sure we all that's all great thing uh, for people. This was also the day that uh, the first McDonald's restaurant was opened in mainland China in Shenzhen. Shenzhen? Shenzhen. There we go. <laughs> Near Hong Kong. Uh, you know, as we know, Shenzhen was a uh, special economic zone uh, since 1979. So this is a very it's uh, a big deal. Big deal. And, you know, there's an episode that comes out like every day at this point. So I don't want to go too much on other days. So I'm just going to stay on those two on that, things. On that thing, just in case. We I'm going to run out of things to talk about if we do the episode before this or after it. Exactly. So. <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. Uh, yeah, I remember it was always a big deal when the McDonald's opened in different parts of the world back in the 80s and 90s. Like when it opened up in the Soviet Union, I remember that was like a huge step uh, for, for because it was almost like I think seen, especially back then, as like, yeah, America's doing it. We're spreading our culture. Well, <laughs> you know what the I way mean? we won. It was like the like by, you know. Com- like uh, capitalism one, I guess, basically. Is- <laughs> well, you start showing them like, hey, you don't have to stand in line for bread. You could stand in line for Big Macs. Yeah. And that's a, hey, not bad. Uh, so uh, that's a very nice facts right there. Okay, let's go. I do remember, by the way, watching this episode. I remember at least elements of it uh, as watching it going, oh, yeah, I remember watching this as a kid. I don't know, Kelly, do you have that, any of the same or Nathan, you two, and he? I think. Well, I definitely remember a Go Go coming out of a clock, but he might do that more than once. I think so. he does. Yeah, I remember the dance. The, the... Up, 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 loop, yeah, yeah. That that also was very familiar to me. And then uh, my sister came in, and she's like, "Oh, I remember this episode." She's yeah, lots of memories of it. So yeah, she she knows those ones. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Let's talk about prom. Is her anything? And Promise or Anything was written by Paul Dini and Bob Corot. It was directed by Ken Boyer. And, uh, well, they also talk about who did the storyboards, but they don't have that listed on the Wikipedia. So I, I don't, I don't know off the top of my head. So, but it was nice that they do the storyboards in these, uh, <laughs> in these tiny tunes. I, I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> I feel like a jerk not saying them out loud, but they, they list them. Uh, and, uh, Nathan, why don't you tell us what happens here in the first part? Of promise or anything. Okay. So, as I said, Go-Go comes out of a clock. Whoa. (laughs) 
<laughs> and he immediately starts playing on the banjo, announcing to everyone, hey, there's a prom coming. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Junior prom time drives everyone cuckoo. Guys, bet your dads for some bucks. It's time to go and win a tux. Gals go buy a gown brand new. It's prom time at me, Lou. He has a whole song um, saying like, hey, you got to dance. He's doing a whole like uh, uh, square dance kind of song going about it. And this is when uh, Buster finds out that, hey, I have to dance at proms. That's weird. We even have uh, Elmira and uh, Mon- Montana Max are standing next to each other. Elmira's like, oh, I hope uh, Montana Max asks me to the prom, but he'd rather get a lobotomy. Prom time fills us all with glee. It's a fun, exciting jamboree. I hope Monty will take me. I'd rather get a lobotomy. So uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, so... And uh, then the song basically ends and we find out it's been a week since this uh, poster has been put up and Buster is still not asked Babs to go to the prom. So, you know, she's she's getting worried and Hampton's like, hey, you know, maybe, uh, you know, sometimes boys are just nervous uh, about asking girls. And then Fifi, the uh, the skunk is like, oh, uh, I think proms are so uh, sexist and outdated and all this uh, kind of stuff. <laughs> I think the whole idea of proms and dates is a lot of sexist, outdated, how you say? Hooey. Gosh, that's too bad, Fifi. I was kind of hoping you'd be my date. Oh, well. Bless you, mon petit bacon of beets. I thought no one would ask me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, she gets all excited because she she was really glad that he asked. So they get to go to prom together. But still, Babs has no one to go. And she's like, well, maybe he is just nervous. Maybe maybe he's going to ask me tonight. So she rushes home and waits by the phone. But, uh, you know, still nothing. She's like, maybe maybe he's just not home yet. So she goes into this long montage of like throwing cards into a hat. And it's been like two minutes and he still hasn't called. And it's like, where is this boy? And we cut to, he's at the library. He's trying to learn how to dance by watching old videos of Bugs Bunny doing the... (laughs) The reason I haven't asked Babs to the prom yet is because I don't know the first thing about dancing. That's why I borrowed this reel of Bugs Bunny's greatest dance routines. There's got to be something here I can learn in time for the prom. Uh, by the way, and by the way, it's not a cultural reference, but it almost sounds like he says Belle Biv DeVoe at one point. And I'm like, Belle Biv DeVoe? But he doesn't. <laughs> I think it, I was watching the uh, uh, the closed captioning. And that was <laughs> he does closed say, captioning. By the way, is way off on Hulu. <laughs> it really. They. I. I agree. I was I watching like the closed trying. captioning. Yeah, they, they were really kind of uh, abridging, especially a lot of Elmira's uh, lines in this. Yeah, one. it was just like everyone's. It was just like I'm going to go home and cook a carrot cake tonight. Like I'm going to get a cake. Like, <laughs> yeah they were really kind of like i'm just half the words there what yeah they, they didn't do uh, the episode justice buster thinks that he's figured it out that's when bugs bunny comes in so we get a cool cameo from bugs bunny and he's like you know that's not really a dance for like dances it's more like to trick hunters he's like ah dance is a dance right so he decides that he's gonna go ask babs now so he runs to her house um 
and she is so mad at Buster. She's like, you know, you got one, you've got some nerve uh, standing me up, not asking me yet anything. And then he's like, well, here's a flower. And then she like, you know, uh, she swoons over this flower and he gives her a little kiss on the cheek. Don't you give me those lies, Buster Bunny. If you think you're going to charm your way out of this. I was thoughtless, I admit it. But if you could find it in your heart to reconsider, Babs, I'd love to take you to the prom. And so the, the he's like, I did it. Uh, I'm so smooth. <laughs> and we find out little Sneezer's uh, playing the saxophone the whole time. And uh, he's like, come on, Sneezer. And they, they take off. And Babs uh, was on the phone with her friend Harriet. And uh, Harriet's still on the line asking if everything's okay. Yeah, I wonder what Harriet, I don't think Harriet's ever actually Harriet ever seen. Harriet never seen. She's she's <laughs> mentioned five times, I think, really? in the whole series. I was I looked it up because I was like, I'd love to, I wonder if there's fan art. I bet there's fan art showing what who people well, think. I guess. I, I mean there's no you. there's no indication of what school or what animal she even is. So I bet she's a hare. That would be Yeah, you sense. could assume she's a bunny since or a rabbit, you know, since Harriet the hare. Yeah. And and well, Buster Bunny. She's you know? in four five episodes they mention well, there's some go. reference to Harriet, so Harriet. Uh, maybe maybe Tom has some uh, concept art of what Harriet oh, looks yeah, like. Oh yeah, we should ask Tom about idea. Harriet. Yeah, he'll just. Hey Tom, can you spend all day looking for artwork of Harriet? <laughs> well, just the, great. Yeah, <laughs> if we remember next time, we we can ask him, and he'll be like, "I have no memory of Harriet." Harriet is probably going to be like what? <laughs> well, uh, okay. So at any rate, uh, a fun, nice uh, beginning right here. Uh, I guess there's just a couple of uh, references. First of all, the 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 episode's title itself is a reference to a movie called Promise or Anything, just without the hyphen, basically, so it's the same thing. But it's from 1966, uh, starring uh, Warren Beatty. And uh, reading it's like this, the same plot, basically. Uh, no, it, it has is no, not. Nothing, nothing <laughs> at all. Reading the synopsis, I'm just like, okay. Either way, it didn't sound like a movie I'd be interested in, but uh, it might be good, uh, maybe. Uh, but there, uh, also the dances that they do in this. Uh, there's uh, the the main bugs bunny dance that he he does. I believe it's from Hot Cross Bunny. Which the funny thing about this is. Uh, the the dance that Bugs does is actually kind of a reference to the way that Danny Kay would sing. Um, let me see if I can find exactly like what I'm talking about. This is Melody for 4F. Let me pull this up here because Danny Kay, who if you don't know who Danny Kay is, uh, well, he was in the movie uh, White Christmas uh, and... He was also in Hans Christian Andersen, which is a very good movie. Very sweet, hokey movie, but very good. Uh, let me share my screen. You guys can see what I'm talking about here. Da, 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 like da. listeners can't. They'll be all confused. They'll be able to hear it. Okay. So here we go. I'm going to get to the part where he starts doing the zap, 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 da, 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 da. And he would do this. This is just like a routine that he did. So this is just an example, not the example. So here we go. I don't think you're sharing sound, so. Oh, no wonder. Hang on one second. No wonder it <laughs> so didn't work that other listeners time. Listeners can't even. Uh, yeah, they won't. They cannot see or share or hear. Anything or hear they won't see or hear. It's really good. <laughs> this is great. Okay, hang on one second. Stop share. 
Share screen. Now I'm going to share sound. Now you'll see. Now you'll know. Okay. So this is Danny Kay doing kind of a version of this thing that Bugs then does a version of it. The people, I'll tell you, the, 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 you know, it may not be that funny to us, but those, those people. What is he doing stand up or is it a. It, it was kind of, a, I guess, kind of stand up, but he would, you know, he was also a singer and and stuff. Yeah, and, I know he's in movies and stuff, but that clip looked like he was doing a stand up performance. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he was kind of like, what is that called? The, uh, oh gosh, what are they, what are they, what do they call when you go out and you, 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 you sing and dance in front of the sing, troops? It's called singing. Oh, yeah, that. No, this is the group. I'm trying to think of what it is, but I, I can't because it's in, recording this at the end of the day and my brain's not working. But anyway, that's Bugs Bunny would do this, you know, with that. And then Davy Duck would do it. They were, you know, Danny Kaye when, was a big star back then. And so it gets transferred over to Tiny Toon Adventures with this wrap up play. Um, let's see. And then, of course, there's that uh, dance that they do. Hillbilly Hair is also referenced in this episode where they're all doing a, well, they're doing something. It's uh, they're dancing to the to uh, Go Go's square dance, and they even kind of like hold each other's arms and dance a lot like the hillbillies in hillbilly hair. Bang the drum, shout the news! It's time to put on your dancing shoes. Don't be shy, just take a chance and ask your cutie to dance. So there you go. It's that's that's all I can think of for references. But uh, what did you two think about this first part? Uh, Kelly, let's start with you. Uh, it was interesting. Uh, I mean, watching Babs freak out and uh, poor Buster not knowing how to dance and trying to learn. It was, it was sweet. It did get that. It, it did get me when she that passage of time montage right there and two minutes. It's like, okay, <laughs> that did make me laugh. Yeah. Uh, right there. Uh, Nathan, what about you? Um, I like the cameo from Bugs Bunny. It's always fun to see, uh, you know, uh, Looney Tunes characters show up. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot and, of them in this episode, a lot of them in the yeah. background. And like it, we haven't got to it, I don't think yet. It's in the next segment. But they show like the the mother from the Three Bears cartoons and stuff. She's the cafeteria lady. So they're always just mm. jumping. I think the Bobcat from Looney Tunes is in the in the background and stuff. So yeah. there's a lot of stuff going on. So it's yeah, it was, it's just fun to see them and uh, yeah, I enjoy. And uh, yeah, but Babs just climbing the walls. Just <laughs> although the, her, her the paint job was kind of weird on that when Ooh. she's in her her uniform, uh, it, it looked like she wasn't wearing a shirt, like she was just wearing straps. But then they show a different shot, and she is wearing a shirt, but they forgot to color it in a different color. <laughs> The animation so, yeah. on this was not the best because yeah. Montana and Elmira, like some shots, they'd have three teeth and then other shots, they'd have a full mouth of teeth. 
Yeah. And it was started to drive me nuts. It, it was, it, yeah, the quality animation, the whole episode is a, is a little all over the place. It's still passable and it, but it is, it did. Make yeah, it wasn't things, like completely distracting the whole time, uh, but yeah, it wasn't. It the did, teeth bothered me. Yeah. There were, there <laughs> were moments. I, I, in some ways I kind of like it because it does have this kind of weird energy to it of just chaos, uh, in it that I, I liked, but, um, yeah, the the only one they really spent a long time. You could tell the animators really cared a lot later in this episode of animating Mitzi really well. They were she was she, yeah. was, she was really animated really well. So, but everyone else was a little bit a uh, little off in this whole episode. It's viewer request day. I'm on. Bye. You get the feeling this thing is rigged. On Tiny Dude Adventures. Don't miss the fun right after Beetlejuice on Fox. Let's play a Cinnamon Toast Crunch game show! Ready, teams? Ready! Ready! As part of this complete breakfast, what gives Cinnamon Toast Crunch its totally intense taste? Cinnamon and sugar! Yeah! Anyone can see there's cinnamon and sugar all over every bite. It's got tons of taste you can see. Let's go and get to part two. Uh, Kelly, what happens in part two after our commercial break? Okay. Uh, Mary Melody is reporting on the prom for University TV. And Elmira is wanting to go to the prom with Montana Max. And of course, you know, he's, he's kind of a jerk. And he doesn't want to go, and she keeps hugging him and squeezing him, and he eventually promises that he'll go with her, uh, basically just to get her to shut up and leave him alone. Let go, you butt-faced dweeb! Getting a jump on the big night, Elmira? Oh, yeah! We'll have so much fun, won't we, Snooky Wookum? No! Okay, okay! I'll take you! I promise anything! Just let me go! You heard it here, folks. Monty promised he'd be my day for the prom. Ooh, I can't wait to boogie the night away with my cute little Monty Wanty. Whee! Yeah, party down. <laughs> Won't that be fun, Monty? Monty? Hmm. Then he escapes in a truck. Then we could see uh, Crazy Tazzy's House of Tuxes with um, Tasmanian Devil. He owns a tux shop and Plucky and I think is it Hampton? Hampton yes. there. And Plucky's suit jacket is um, way too big. Excuse me, sir. Got these in any size other than Gorilla? No problem. Me do alterations while you wait. Not bad. Yeah, and you see like fabric flying everywhere. So funny. And uh, then then it's perfect. That crazy Tazzy's house of tuxes. Me prices be insane. Me insane. Me not. And then you see, uh, I guess, is it Bugs and Donald? Wrong duck. Huh? Wrong duck. Daffy. Oh, my bad. My bad. (laughs) Although if Donald snuck in, boy, that would be some cameo. (laughs) That would be a cameo. (laughs) Yeah. Wrong uh, intellectual property completely. (laughs) <laughs> um, Completely different things. Daffy Duck. Donald Duck talk- comes in and he starts. I, I talk about Donald a lot more than I do Daffy. Anyway. Dueling pianos. Oh, speaking of Donald, check out this. I got some really cool. I got a cool cell phone stand. And you see what it is? 
Duck feet. It looks like Donald. Feet. Yeah, so now my phone looks like Donald Duck, apparently. Oh, that's cute. Anyway. <laughs> duck feet. Okay. Um, so, uh, anyway, they're in, like, uh, uh, insane asylum uniforms. <laughs> and they just kind of look at each other. It was kind of funny. And um, so then uh, Buster shows up at Bab's house. He's kind of nervous, I guess. And, and then she comes out, and she's wearing, like, this... You know, she looks like a princess. She's got like a tiara and her ears are all done up and um, she's wearing this big poofy dress. And, you know, he's very impressed. And he's got a course. Any, he's got a corsage. And he's he can't even hardly say it. He's like, got corsage. Flower. <laughs> flower yeah okay <laughs> tell me do you like my ears better up or down <laughs> oh it's beautiful pin it on me on second thought i couldn't survive the loss of blood <laughs> and because he i mean he can't even stand still he's, he's, he's shaking like freaking out so she puts the corsage on and then she said, do you, do you like my ears better up or down? Which that was familiar to me, too. And I was like, I think that may have been in promos. Yeah. Um, I think she's really I, familiar. I agree. I think she says that. And again, we're not Tiny Toons experts, but I, I agree. I've, I've heard her say that before, yeah. at least in a few one or two other episodes. Yeah. But she's she's she looks pretty. And um, and then it cuts to Sneezer because they've, they've had some music in the background. And uh, Sneezer turns to the camera. He's like, I also do bar mitzvahs. <laughs> he's got his little hat on. I mean, well, I, I say little hat, but it's actually like a big hat. Cause like it's a like, fedora like, thing. Yeah, he's got like Indiana Jones hat. It, and he's so cute. He, he says bar mitzvahs, so cute. Like, it's he just says adorable. everything cute. Yeah. That's why Steven likes Sneezer. He's cute. <laughs> I also play bar mitzvahs. <laughs> so, um, they get to the prom. And uh, everybody's there, Shirley and Fifi, and they uh, the girls go to the bathroom to, to reapply their makeup, and like these paint brushes appear out of nowhere, and it's like you know, can you put some some more eyeshadow on? I need something done with my hair, and the paint brushes are whipping up uh, you know fixes to their to their uh, hair and makeup, and then um, Elmira comes in and and she's all dolled up. And she's so excited because Monty's going to be her date. How do you like my ensemble? She, she, or what? Wrong. I'll knock Monty Wanty for a loop. You mean Monty didn't bring you to the dance? Nope. My little cuddly Wadley must have forgot to pick me up. But I'll be waiting for him. Uh-oh. She's sitting by herself and waiting for him to show up. Keeps drinking punch after punch. There's like a... A uh, ton of like empty punch cups next to her, you know, after a little while. And she finally realizes he's, he's probably not coming. Monty, where are you? <gasps> Dizzy Devil shows up and he's ready to party. Bad news, Diz. The prom committee just passed a new rule no single guys allowed without a date. Brings over Mitzi, who's like a tall, 
blonde human. Looks way too and, old for him, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm no judge of her she, age, but she looks like in her twenties or something. Like something. maybe, yeah, yeah, probably shouldn't be dating. Like, well, they're in college. No, so they're not. Th- they're in junior high. Oh, it's this Loon is University. The, this I is yeah. This is uh, this is the junior prom. They're but like yeah, yeah, thirteen like or fourteen. Is yeah. it junior high or high school? This is junior oh, high. high yeah. At least high school. Anyway. I have no idea how oh, old these characters yeah. are. I feel like they're thirteen or something. Yeah, they're like thirteen. This is the junior think. prom. There. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is this is not the prom prom. This is the okay. junior prom. <laughs> okay. So, um, well, yeah, because they're not even driving yet. Yeah. Uh, Plucky's dad's. <laughs> my favorite line, no, I think, of the whole. That's my favorite line. Is the <laughs> hey kids. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that made me laugh it. every time I listened to it. Yes. Him, so. uh, I, the way he screams. And it was really just a really good delivery. Uh, <laughs> just timing yeah. on that joke was really good. It was cute. So uh, so then Buster and Babs uh, figure out, uh, you know, Babs, Babs tells Buster that uh, Monty is to Delmira. And Buster's like, uh, well, this time Monty has gone too far. Dun, dun, dun. Commercial break. (laughs) (laughs) My prom night's a floppy whoppy. (laughs) This time, Monty has gone too far. There you go. And uh, yeah, some some good stuff. So we got the the conflict right there. How are they going to save the day and help Elmira? Uh, So, you know, some little references there. Crazy Eddie was an actual guy. I think Crazy Eddie was an... Uh, based in New York City, but his advertisements were so popular that even without YouTube, it seems like everybody knew about Crazy Eddie throughout the United States. Um, those little, little local commercials where the prices are insane. Uh, so yes, he would eat Crazy Eddie. And uh, in this one, uh, they they reference Prince real quick because you wear purple purple uh, tux, you look like Prince, which I thought that was cute. Um, but what were some of the things you thought were uh, cool or funny? Nathan, we talked about the the car line right there. Anything else mm-hmm. you thought were uh, stood out? Um, I saw Tasmanian Devil. That was really fun. <laughs> it was interesting having him not be voiced by Jim Cummings because it was mm-hmm. just like, me, Taz, me go here. <laughs> like, Did you like, do the voice of I, Taz? <laughs> you know what? It's about time I come clean. When I was 13 years old, I did. <laughs> Tasmanian devil in this episode. That's so cool. Uh, yeah, because it it sounded fine, but it was totally like, gosh, this could yeah, be like the Hulk like or something. Generic. Yeah. Oh, I am a generic guy who just talks like this. <laughs> um <laughs> Kelly, what do you what about you? Well, I, I already said I liked uh, the sneezer. Oh and, yeah. Um yeah, I think I already hit on on the stuff I liked. Is this is this the part where Gogo puts the stuff in the punch or is this the last is that the last part? Um I can't yeah, I tell. think it's kind I of in the mid section. It think it was in this section. It, 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 that, introduces like, his girlfriend. Yeah, so I like I liked when Gogo looked his he again his eyeballs look really weird when he does it, but he spikes the punch, um, mm. which means he put an actual spike in the punch. It's but, dangerous, uh, which was dangerous. Yeah, it might. I think I think putting an actual spike than, yeah, than alcohol, I think it would be worse. But luckily, um, Plucky spit it out. And then Arnold brought his wife, or not his, his wife, but his girlfriend. His girlfriend. One, right? one day they got married, I'm sure. They, um, I guess they, they're they accepting of Arnold to have been wearing a dress, which would have been. Because <laughs> they originally thought it was him. Yeah. Like, yeah Arnaldo, so. they thought was Arnold. So. Yeah. Hiya, Arnold. Where's your date? 
I am Arnold's date. I see you've met Arnolda. Arnolda? Yeah, she's the only girl I know who's better looking than me. It was nice to see Rob Paulson on the show, mm -hmm. even for just a moment, doing his Arnold voice. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and get to the last part right here. So Buster and Babs, they decide to go and get Monty out of Rio. So <laughs> this is what... This is what uh, Montana Max has done. He's flown down to Rio instead of going to that stupid kitty prom or whatever he calls it. And they dig all their way, all the way there in like a minor costumes. And then they dress up as, I guess, Rambo or something. And they grab him, put him down the hole once again as everyone else is doing a conga line. Montana Max has a very uh, funny line here about how he, you can't do this. I'm, I'm important. And then, of course, he throws out that he's Republican, which, hey, you know, it's got a political joke in there. You can't do this to me. I'm rich. I'm important. I'm a Republican. A political <laughs> reference, at least, uh, which I don't think happened that often in uh, Tiny Toons. So that was that was something of note. Um, so Monty goes out there and he, Elmira, tries to get him to dance with him and he goes through this whole rigmarole of explaining to her why she's so low on the you know her family tree is uh, the evolutionary tree is really low and all this stuff and he gives her a big speech about how much she's horrible and then of course she says well what is what are you trying to say <laughs> it's just like <laughs> i don't like you you're what's the matter. You're a complete waste of space. You have a personality that rivals spore mold. On the evolutionary chart, you rank someplace between head cheese and toaster ovens. You're a cruise to nowhere, a nil, a void, a zero. Just what are you trying to say? Ah, I don't like you. Read my lips. I don't like you. So, uh, you know, she's really sad about it. Um, but then he sees Mitzi and he decides that he's going to go dance with Mitzi. That's who Mon Montana Max should be dancing with because, of course, he's a millionaire. Hi, I'm Mitzi. Montana Max. Max a million to my friends with emphasis on the million. You want to dance? And uh, Mitzi, I think, basically tells him the same thing. The whole speech about him being... You know, the personality of spore mold or something like that, I believe. And uh, Montana is crushed. You're the most obnoxious twerp I've ever met. You have a personality that rivals spore mold. Hey, just what are you trying to say? I don't like you. Yeah, well, you're lost, toots. <laughs> and he goes back and he sits down and sits down right next to... Elmira, both of them are kind of wallflowers, and he realizes he was mean. And Elmira says, Well, you want to be friends? Okay, friends. And then she goes, Oh, I know you loved me. And maybe if no one was around, I'd consider dancing with you. Friends. Yeah, okay, I guess. Oh, Monty Wanty, I knew it. I knew it. You do love me. It all caps off with a dance. Uh, Buster suddenly remembers we have to dance, so he drags uh, Babs out there to the dance floor and starts doing a dance, and everybody's like, 
What is going on with this dance? Uh-oh. I've never been so embarrassed in my life. Bugs tried to warn him. But then I guess, you know, Bugs starts doing it too. And then everybody realizes that, ooh, ba- uh, you know, ba- Buster is such a trendsetter. So everybody starts doing it. And it, it's off with everybody going zip zap zip 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 So you never learn to dance, huh? Eh, what can I say? I'm a trendsetter. The end. Uh, what did you two think about this last segment? Uh, Nathan, let's start with you. Oh, I liked that um, Bugs Bunny decided to make Buster look cool by uh, showing like, oh, look, a grown up is also doing this stupid dance. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, it was just, uh, I don't know. It was, um, it was cute, I guess. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> okay. Kelly, what about you? Oh, um, you know, Montana's uh, response to Mitzi was just, I mean, the other guys were were kind of impressed by her too but it was just over the top it just kind of bothered me a little bit mm-hmm. um i don't think they would do something like that today the way but, he, the way he grabbed her and everything like that yeah and he and he just, just like objectifying howling her. at her yeah. and there I mean, is a lot yeah all of them were kind of very much objectifying mm-hmm. definitely mitzi i mean they were it was it was all reference to kind of tex avery kind of yeah uh, yeah I, stuff. I, I get that um but, uh, yeah but it was a little sexist would not would and, not track today. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And um, but you know Montana gets on my nerves anyways. And uh, I um, I mean he's just he's just awful. He is. I mean the way he treated Elmira was just awful. And um, you know, but but he's interesting because he makes Elmira a sympathetic character. It really <laughs> does. Yeah. So I I find that dynamic very interesting and. You know, it it adds some complexity to both their characters. Yeah, well, and I it agree. is an interesting aspect of like, well, when someone likes you and you don't like them back, and it's like, like, what are you supposed to, like? Really, you should have tried to not hurt her feelings so much. And he did agree to go to prom with her. So that's true. Like, he did. Well, he, he as soon as he agreed, he went off in a limo to yeah, get exactly. an escape. But still, <laughs> he should have made it clear, like that we're just going as friends, or just like you know. Yeah. Um, so maybe, but I don't know if she would even understand it. So it's, it does there. <laughs> I, I can feel for Montana Max as well, just to be like, yeah, you like someone and they don't like you or, but he should have been more you clear. You don't like it back. They, they always do in movies. They always do from the perspective of you liking someone and they don't like you back, but it's a, there's also the dynamic of someone liking you and you just don't like them back. It's like, yeah. Am I a bad person for not liking this person? That's back? a that's a good point. Yeah, like, like and there has, there, I mean, I think everybody uh, through high school and junior high, you probably have somebody you hear that somebody likes you, and then you're like, oh no, they like me. Oh, I don't like them. You know, yeah, you're, like oh no, that's gonna be like, awkward. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it is a. I wish more things would delve into that kind of yeah I, I, I remember that happened to me i remember like somebody like i remember in high school they're like oh joey the so-and-so likes you and i was like what and wouldn't you know it the next time i go the the i go to the next class and that girl had 
uh, moved from across the room to sit right next to me. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, gosh. And there was nothing wrong with her. She was incredibly sweet. But I was just like, I don't even know this person. And now they really like me. It was very awkward. Um, so, yeah, we're still like friends on on <laughs> social media and everything. Yeah. But I never wanted to be like more than friends with that person. You know what I mean? So awkwardness is is definitely part of the, all this <laughs> yeah so i was i was i was hoping it would have ended with them just being like friends and then but now uh, it still seems like funny. elmira doesn't quite understand yeah that that's not funny friends. you gotta you gotta end it with she's <laughs> she still doesn't learn <laughs> sure. um that's what i think anyway uh well yeah it was it, overall though it's a very cute um cute episode and like kelly like you were saying it is there's a lot of sympathy right there it really it slows down at the right moments, I think, where Elmira is, uh, you're supposed to feel sorry for her. And, you know, it, there's not, a, it's not a lot about prom. It's more about let's solve this problem with Elmira more than anything else in this episode. It's the main conflict they have to do. Um, speaking of prom, I never went to prom. Um, I didn't either. Nathan, I did. Nathan. What happened when you went I to prom? Won, I won prom. <laughs> you won the prom. You won the I won prom. It. I was prom king. That's what wow. I got. So I, I won all of prom. You won. Take and, that, everyone. And what do you get? What do you get I, for prom king? I got a, a a crown. I got a sash. And I got. I think it was it. I got a dance with the prom much, queen. Uh, where you peaked in life, right? Yep, that was the best part <laughs> of my entire life. Downhill from there. <laughs> and it all went downhill from there. Did you get a nice big picture in the yearbook? Uh, no, the yearbook has already come out by the time. Oh, the really? Prom. That's horrible. What's so, the- Homecoming King and Queen, they get their picture in, but oh. Prom King and Queen, they don't oh. at all because you wouldn't, you're not even in the next year because by then, nobody yeah, cares about graduated. you. Yeah. <laughs> so, you're old news. I, I'm not in the yearbook, but I do have a picture where of me wearing a Prom King and a sash for the prom photos. You, know, you got proof. But you don't get them for free. You should give you at least that picture for free, right? You would think yeah. so. I still oh have to pay seventy dollars, and that's why. Right. And that's why I never went to prom because I, number one, I didn't have a girlfriend at the time, and number two, I'm just like I had to spend how much money to just hang out with my friends? No, it's okay. I'll just stay home. <laughs> the only guy I wanted to go with with prom uh, went to another school, which was fine. Um, but he didn't ask me. Partly, I mean, he he actually went with another girl that went to that school, which bug me um because i mean i thought he asked me but i also found out later years later i didn't know but he was gay so um which again was fine i just didn't know and i crushed on him hard for years and (laughs) he didn't tell me and when he finally told me he's like (laughs) dude why didn't you tell me i was crushing on you i had no idea wasted time fine but um you know i uh yeah, I could have, I could have crashed on somebody that really could have reciprocated. See, again, let let people know, just be friends. Well, you know, he was struggling, and I get it. It was it, <laughs> that's true. It, it didn't sit well with his family, and oh, um, yeah. so he was already like out of college, basically by the by the time I even knew. And um, uh, but I was like, I, I mean, I'm totally fine with it. I I'm glad that now you can now you can tell me. But exactly, uh, man, when I'm like crying in my pillow over you. Cause I, I think I'm, I'm too ugly or not smart enough or not 
pretty enough or whatever. Like, I, oh, it's just because I'm a girl. Yeah, exactly. You had, you <laughs> had, it was nothing to do. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing so, you could do at all about yeah. that situation. Well, yeah. let's go ahead. I think so. We give proms in general. I give proms a one star, you know, yeah. one water tower right myself. They're just, they just cause pain. Nathan gives them five. <laughs> Kelly and I give them one. Too, like, you know, oh, like whatever. One. So. Something. And then okay. get prom king. So it's it's a five it's a water win-win. towers for Nathan. But okay, let's go and do our water tower <laughs> rating. However, for this episode of Tiny Tunes. Well, what do you think? Out of five water towers, how many would you give this episode of Tiny Tune Adventures? Kelly, let's start with you. Um. I'll go with four. I liked it. I uh, like I said, really the only thing main issue I had with it was some of the, the animation on the teeth, which is, you know, kind of nitpicky. But um, you know, the story was good and um oh, and I'll also point out because before I forget that uh, I noticed in the credits that the music was written by Lawrence Rosenthal, which uh is a name very familiar and dear to my heart. Um he worked with Joel McNeely, uh they they both were the composers on the uh the young Indiana Jones Chronicles. That's right. Yeah. And I own, yeah. I own the four CDs for that show, which uh, I, I still had one. I, I guess the number one one was the one I was missing, and my dad tracked it down uh, somewhere, somehow, not not that many years ago. <laughs> because I, I had them all in cassette, but I didn't have them in CD because they go that far back, you know. Well, Kids today, are. they just don't even know. <laughs> Joel McNeely did one of my favorite Star Wars soundtracks, and that was the Shadows of the Empire soundtrack. Yep. Which yep. I listened to that all the time, and there wasn't I even need to a movie. Revisit it. Yeah. It's, I, I remember it. I remember hearing that and then listening to the Phantom Menace soundtrack afterwards and going, mm. This sounds like this Shadows of the Empire soundtrack. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. She Shizor's theme was pretty cool. Yeah, totally. Uh Nathan, stop talking about soundtracks. <laughs> Let's go back to Tiny Tunes. How many did you give? How many uh, water towers does it get for you? Um, I'm gonna do three and a half because uh, I thought it was it was it was cute. Um, I enjoyed the whole Babs and Buster will they or won't they kind of thing going on, and um, I guess I just felt a little bad for Montana Max and Elmira, mostly Elmira, but a little bit for Montana Max, and then uh, this whole sexist thing at the end. But, you know, it was overall uh, a decent, well, episode three and a half. Okay. I'm going to give it three and a half as well, uh, just because I thought it was very cute. It was a very sweet story. Uh, not necessarily the funniest story, but there were some nice, funny parts in it that stood out. And yeah, the animation wasn't as strong as it could have been, but it was still, like I said, kind of I, some appeal to that weird animation <laughs> for me still at this point. Well, uh, let's go ahead and get to some contact information. Nathan, where can people find you online? Oh, Joey, I'm on Twitter. DjangoFT, that's me. All right, Kelly, what about you? I'm also on Twitter, Yoda Princess, Y-O-D-A-P-R-N-C-S-S, or email me, Kelly, at BigShinyRobot.com. All right, and as for the Animaniacast, we are on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And, of course, you can talk to us over on our Discord channel, you can talk to us and all the other folks working over at RetroZap by going to discord.animaniacast.com. That'll give you the welcome link to talk about Animaniacs with us or really talk to anybody from any of the other RetroZap podcasters about anything pop culture. And 
If you are a super Animaniacs and Animaniacast fan, then you gotta become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash Animaniacast and you'll not only get some awesome bonus audio with Tom Ruger and, in the case of our last week, with Paul Rugg as well, but I'm going to go ahead and announce it right now because it should be ready by the time this episode comes out. Tom Ruger is going to be signing Animaniacs trading cards uh, for patrons. So if you decide to join that level, you'll not only get bonus audio and vinyl decals and all the other stuff, but you'll also get an autograph from the creator of Animaniacs and Tiny Toon Adventures. Uh, So more details on all of that can be found over at patreon.com slash animaniacast well that'll do it for today's episode so for nathan and kelly this is joey saying good night everybody good night joey (laughs) good night everybody (laughs) this podcast is not endorsed by warner brothers or amblin entertainment and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only animaniacs tiny tune adventures Freakazoid, the Warner Brothers logo, all names, pictures, and sounds are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respected trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast is the intellectual property of the Animaniacast, unless otherwise indicated. You saved my life, Bugs. How can I ever thank you? Next time, swipe one of Daffy's routines.